Welcome to the System Speak podcast, a podcast about dissociative identity disorder. If you are new to the podcast, we recommend starting at the beginning episodes and listen in order to hear our story and what we have learned through this endeavor. Current episodes may be more applicable to longtime listeners and are likely to contain more advanced topics, emotional or other triggering content, and or reference earlier episodes that provide more context to what we are currently learning and experiencing. As always, please care for yourself during and after listening to the podcast. Thank you. just the airport but that's what it sounds like in my head all the time you guys today was really hard sounds like that on the outside when I already feel like that on the inside is a huge trigger for me like it's just too overwhelming and it's too confusing and I was very disoriented Today was really hard. Here's what happened. Prior morning, please come see us at 84. Okay, guys. There are people everywhere, but they are just going to think I'm talking on my phone. Um, I know it will give a lot of background noise, but welcome to podcasting. It's super intense. I am completely overwhelmed. We were one pound over our baggage weight limit. One whole entire pound. No one would budge. And so we had to pay an extra $20 for our suitcase. (laughs) Because when you pack for 18,000 people for an entire week in one suitcase, that's what happens. But we got it done, and we got it in there, and it's finished. So The other issue is that it's actually like 10 degrees below zero at our airport. And so they keep salting and clearing and um, snow plowing the runways in between flights. So everything is delayed because they have to keep clearing the runways because it's covered in snow and ice. This is what we get for moving up to the north, but at least we're north enough they know how to handle it because it's going to be fine. So... We're waiting now for our plane. We board in about 20 minutes. And... Oh, panic attack for sure already today. And we will see if... We are even able to 
actually participate. We may just be taking one really expensive flight to a hotel room. <laughs> I really don't know. It's that big of a deal and it's that hard. Like, guys, we don't even leave our house. Like, this is huge. It's a really big deal. So, we'll see. But we're trying, and I thought maybe if I checked in, um, that it would feel better and relieve some pressure. So, maybe we can actually at least get on the plane. The other thing is that when I got to the line to go through security, I took my backpack off and I took the laptop out, like all the things you have to do, right? And I went down to take off my shoes and I was not wearing my shoes anymore. I was wearing like flip-flops <laughs> and which is ridiculous because it's snowing out there. So I have flip-flops and socks. And then also I was no longer wearing my clothes. I am now wearing overalls in front of everyone at the airport. So I'm attractive. <laughs> and whatever it takes, I guess. We are trying, we are trying our best. And I've gotten some gum. Beijing Phoenix passengers, Rondell. That scares me to death every time, all the announcements so over this okay i really don't know how we're gonna survive this you guys <laughs> it's just so bad okay so the good news is like i totally can't handle this it's so bad it's so so bad the good news is we have a direct flight, so if we can just get on the plane at least and then manage to get back off, <laughs> then at least we can get out of the airports. So there you go. We'll check in on the other side. Okay. So I found a quieter corner. It's certainly not quiet, but a corner at least where I can talk and breathe. I don't know if I can do this. Passenger Jacoby, if you please remain seated, we are gonna take the announcements and the noise and all the people and it's I don't know if I can even get on the airplane. So I thought if I just come talk for a minute and think and breathe. That maybe I can at least get on the airplane. I don't know what I'm afraid of. It's not about a specific something. It's just, oh, I just watched a plane take off. That was crazy. Lick it shot almost straight up into the air. I mean, it was diagonal, but oh my goodness, I can't do this. Oh. Oh. Okay, so 
I'm shaking so bad, like I physically almost can't even hold the phone. And what I'm doing now is like looking around because it's a direct flight to Orlando straight from here. So I'm looking around to see if there's anyone else who looks like they're going where I'm going. <laughs> if there's anyone else like us. If there's anyone else who had to pay an extra $20 to get their bag on the plane. The other thing is that we're somehow on a flight with some sort of girls sports team. I don't know which team or what they play, but it's kind of my worst nightmare. <laughs> so that's not healthy. Okay guys, we did it. We're on the plane, in our seat, breathing. Somehow being on the plane was easier than actually walking down the plane to get on the plane. So now that we're here and in our seat, I think everything's okay. So yeah, let's do this. Let's go to Orlando. Ah! Back to the tray tables in your upright and lost position. Carry on items stowed and aisle armor lowered. Alright, 18 minute flight. Relatively decent weather along the route. Anytime you see the seatbelt sign illuminated, please remain seated with the seatbelt fast. Orlando weather 67 degrees, light winds out of the north, partly cloudy skies. Welcome to work. <laughs> there are safety information cards in the seat back in front of you that illustrate the safety equipment. Our flight time today to Orlando is 2 hours and 17 minutes. Thank you for your attention and welcome aboard. I'm so glad they gave me something to be anxious about because now everything's fine, right? So much better. Let's do this. Gentlemen, welcome to Orlando. Please remain seated with your seatbelt fastened and carry on items stowed until the aircraft has come to a complete stop at the gate and the captain has turned off the fastened seatbelt sign. Please use. Please stand clear of doors and hold onto handrails. When the 8 p.m. stops, please exit and follow the signs to baggage claim B. Okay guys, I made two bags claim and I can get our bags and find our car and everything's gonna be okay because I got this and we made it to Orlando and everything's okay and I, I'm gonna get our bags okay, I just gotta watch for them. Okay, I'm trying to hold it together. I've already cried, I had another panic attack. Because our plane was late, they gave away our car, even though we had a receipt showing we had one reserved. So they gave us our money back, but now we have no car. So we had to get in line for the shuttle behind two sports teams. And then, I just can't. And waited in line for an hour for the shuttle. 
and then went where they told us to go. But then when the shuttle came, they said we had to check in one more time. That we were at the front of the line, but they said there was another desk. The lady didn't tell us. We had to check in there first. So now everyone else behind us. So now everyone that got in line behind us got to get on the shuttle and we had to go back to the desk and the shuttle left without us and now we have to wait another hour for the next shuttle and the sports teams are now in front of us so we may have to wait another hour after that and I'm spent I'm out of spoons we can't do this it's too hard that's how I feel right now I'm overwhelmed. I'm not having fun. It's too much work. I can't do it right. And even when I tried to be prepared, it didn't work. So I'm having like a lot of negative thoughts and a lot of false thoughts. And we just need to keep going and get there. And then I'm done. But I'm not going to try to meet anyone tonight. I'm not trying to connect with anyone tonight. I have nothing left in me. We are, we are done for today. <laughs> okay, guys. Here's what you need to know. Everything is okay. I got it under control. She have a little dissociating. And also, we have some struggles. But I take care of everything everything is a-okay here's what happened today first of all them girls on the plane were so loud they were not even paying attention people around them being nice or nothing and so it was really hard like them girls were louder than the outside kids so when you have them girls that are really loud and outside kids that are really loud and inside kids that are really loud, it was too much for us. We just need like a sound break, like a break from all the sounds. And then the next thing that happened is we get to the airport and we get off the plane and I get inside the airport and I'm thinking... We got this. We can do okay. We can do okay because I like airplanes and I like airports and I'm pretty good at it. So I can be a traveling man, but, well, there's some problems in the airport. First of all, number one, there's Mickey Mouse everywhere. And there are some people who like Mickey Mouse, and that's alright if you like some Disney things. And if you like some Disney things, that's a good thing. You're going to have a really good week. But if you do not like Disney things, this place is scary. It's like Disney threw up everywhere. You can't go nowhere without there being Mickey Mouse. And there's a Mickey here and here and Mickey, there and Mickey, everywhere and Mickey, Mickey. I mean, I'm telling you, there's Mickey Mouse everywhere and it's scary. And they try to make you pay for all kinds of extra things. 
So when I finally got to the, so I'll tell you about that in a minute. But the next thing that happened was I had to get on the train and ride the train all the way to get our bags. And I got our bags, you heard that. Then I had to get back on the train with the bags to go where the cars are. And you know what? My car was not there. And I said, I need help from big people, but all them big people are done because it was too hard. And I said, well, somebody's got to help me. Sasha can help me or Kate or somebody big's got to help me. And we try really hard work together of it and it give me a headache, make my head hurt right here by my eyeballs. And, well, the next thing that happened was they said our car was gone because our plane was late. So they think we're not coming. And I said, what's the matter with you guys? I got this piece of paper says I'm coming and it's already paid for. And they said, well, we'll be glad to give you a refund. And they gave me a refund. And I said, well, that's right nice of you guys. But I'm still here, aren't I? Because I'm not at my hotel, am I? So what are we going to do about that? Except I said it real nice because I know to use my manners. But that's why I was thinking on the inside, you know. So finally we work it out. And we found at the all the way at the end of the other building. We found where we can sign up for a shuttle to get to the hotel. Well, I did that. And she said, you need to go stand over here and wait on this line by the curb outside. And I follow directions. Because I'm a good directions follower. And I did. I was right where I was supposed to be. And I had to wait an hour for that shuttle almost. Well, like 45 minutes. And that shuttle finally come. And while I wait on him, all these people are walking by me. And all these men are walking by me. And it's making me all nervous. But I'm trying to just stay put. And then the shuttle finally comes. And then he says... Your ticket needs a check mark. You don't got a check mark. I'm not in school. I don't know about check marks. And so I went where he said I was supposed to go. And while I was there at that desk again, well, he left me. He left me right there. And then all them girls went up from that team. They all went on and they got on the next one. So then I'd wait another hour. And then, finally, I got on the shuttle. And when we got on the shuttle, it's okay because I got a ride to the hotel. And I made sure I got my bags on there. Well, here's what else happened. Trying to get on the shuttle while that driver man was getting my bags on there, I had to get on a seat. And he said, you got to take a seat. Well, I can't take a seat. Because there's a man sitting in the front row, and he won't let anybody walk past. You know what that's called? That's called man-spreading. And he was man-spreading all over in the aisle, won't let me walk over him or around him or past him. And I said, listen here, mister, you got to be a gentleman. Excuse me, please. And then he moved his leg just enough I can get by. But already he's taken up three seats with his backpack and his bag and his big old man spreading like I don't know how to sit like a gentleman on the on the on the 
on the on what is it called shuttle on the shuttle and behind him is a row with two girls and they're just taking pictures of each other on their phone and then in my row is another lady and I can tell by looking at her that lady's going to the same conference we're going to but I don't say nothing because I don't want to scare her or be rude well then she went to sleep, which was smart thinking. Except I know she's just pretending, but I know that's a good way to keep you safe from having to talk to strangers. So I was a polite, and I did not do no manspreading, and I did not try to talk to her when she obviously do not want to have conversation, because that's called respect. Well, so finally we get to the hotel, and that lady gets off the same place we do. But, um, well, I had to wait in line again for checking in. And trying to check in, the computers are not working. And I'm like, what is wrong with the universe trying to keep me from coming to this conference? I want to be here, and we worked hard to be here. And it feels like a big old tiring failure of a day. Except I know it's not because we worked hard to get here. And that is still true. No matter what happened to our car, or what happened to their computers, or what kind of man spreading that the man hotel man think he is. Well, so we finally got to our room, and, well, it smells like a fish pond or something. But I know how to handle that. I wet down a wet washcloth, and I put peppermint oil on it, and I unscrewed their vent, and I stuck that washcloth up in there, and now my room smells right pretty like peppermint, thank you very much. So I'm not even creeped out by it. But we were a big old crying mess, and she couldn't even finish a podcast because they were trying, if they talk about it, maybe they can stay grounded. So they were trying along the way, but I just had to help them. But I help them by saying, stop worrying about nothing, we'll take care of it. And what they did was call the husband. And they can say, like, we got here safe. And then have some crying. But then everything's okay. And so, then I know what we needed some. Then I know what we needed some food. Because we didn't get any food all day. Well, she has some protein at breakfast, but then we had to get on the airplane at lunch, and then our plane was late, and then they have a peanut allergy on the plane, so they cannot pass out our snacks. And I said, well, I'm sorry for the peanut allergy, but I'm still hungry. You can give me something, and you can give me something healthy. Because if you give me some of your peanut and that girl has peanut allergy, she'll be dead. If you don't give me a snack, I'll be dead. And so you got to give us a snack so nobody is dead. But they did not. So I was real hungry by the time we had all that waiting. All we had was our protein drink this morning. And now it was like 1030 at night. Except, I don't know if it was 10.30 or 11.30 here. But, 
Anyway, it was late, and I was hungry, and I was tired, and them girls were just crying and crying. So the husband settled them down, and I got on my phone, and I ordered some Indian food. Because you know what about Indian food? It'll make you full up, because you get rice, and you get some vegetables, and you can get some meat. And also, I got mango lossages, because I like it. But is healthy, kind of a little bit healthy. And so I just drank part of it and I'll finish it for breakfast because I got fridge in my room. And then when we are feeling all better because we're done crying and we're done unpacking and we're done eating some food in our belly. Well, then I went for a walk and you know what I found on my walk? I found the swimming pool, and I found the place where we can play, and I met a dog that was a big old poodle dog, like the biggest one I ever saw, like as big as high as my waist. I'm not even kidding you guys, and I know when you see a dog that's your friend, you still don't touch it without permission, but our girls inside, they are still too upset from the day for talking to nobody. So I did not ask to touch the dog. But if you see that dog and it's not a working dog, ew. some dogs are working dogs and you don't touch them even for asking. Because if they're working. Like if Chris is working, she don't want Nathan to touch her because she's a working dog. But this dog was not working I don't know if it is a working dog or not, but right now it was not working. He was just peeing and pooping like on a walk, but it was playing. But that dog, you guys, that dog was beautiful, and that dog had friend, and she was nice as can be, just looking for where is the parking lot so her dog can go potty, because like on the bushes, and you know, we don't need to talk about that, but... She was taking that dog for a walk, and she was doing a fine job of it. So, I don't know if that lady is going to, I don't, I, don't, I don't know if that person is going to be listening to this podcast, or if that people have a lot of people inside, or just nobody inside, but they got a beautiful dog, I'll tell you that. And I hope I see that dog again, because that's a beautiful dog. Also, we got three friends who cannot even see. And guess what? They brought their working dogs. And I hope I get to see them working dogs. But I know the rules. I'm not to bother the working dogs. But I can look at the working dogs even if I can't bother the working dogs. So, also then, I went up the elevators and I walk around and I found the gym for the girls can run. And I found where some meeting rooms are. And I found a store. And guess what? In the lobby, you guys, this is very important. You pay attention. Like, you cannot be falling asleep. You got to listen to this. It's very important. They have donuts. I mean giant donuts. Donuts that are bigger than my head. 
I am not even kidding. You thought that dog was big. You should see these donuts. These are maybe donuts for big dogs because they're the biggest donuts I ever saw in my whole life. And I really wouldn't want, but I know the rules. And I was being a good team player, and I did not get a donut. I did get mango lossy, but I did not get a donut. And so I just got some milk because we brought our own cereal because we're good for our budget. So we brought our cereal for morning, but I needed some milk, and I found it. Are you proud of me? And I bought that, and she said, well, you can get this gallon, and you can get it for $15. I said, you know what? I can go catch my own cow before I'm going to pay $15 for some milk. Are you kidding me? So I got the little milks, but just enough of them. Because I'm a smart kid, and my therapist, she said that was stinking smart. And I'll tell you, I know it. Thank you very much. So I did not let her sell me nothing. But you have to be careful because here they try to sell you everything. And there's just Mickey's everywhere. And I just cannot even go in that store and look around. And I just, I cannot. Our littles, we brought our own stuffies. We already got them. And, oh my goodness, this is very scary. Hey, guys, do not listen if you don't want to be scared. Guess what? On Saturday, you can have breakfast with Mickey Mouse. Now, there are going to be some littles out there who are very excited about that. And I'm really proud of them, and I'm really happy of them that they get to do that. But we are not going to do that because we do not like them dressing up with masks even if it's just Mickey Mouse. So that's very scary, and I'm glad they saw a sign because when I know that, then I know do not even go over there on that morning at that time because I do not want to see them characters. So I don't know if this conference, if it's here every year, we probably won't come back. But if it's a different place every year, we probably will come back. But I do not want to come to Orlando again. I'm really sorry if I be offending you people who live here because I'm sure you are very nice. But I'm not having a very good day and I'm not very happy with it yet. But not because not because it's not a good place. It's just a really long day. I'm not I'm not I'm not like I'm not mad at nobody. I'm not um well, I guess I said something rude, and now I feel bad for saying something rude. But I just think all them people dressing up like cartoons scares the jeepers out of me, and I just don't want any part of it. But I'll give you all your respect if you like it, and I'll be really proud of you for doing it. So you have fun, all of you guys, in the ways you can. But I brought colors and Uno and games and toys and we'll just have our own fun, our own way. Because it is not my way. But it's like when you're at the table and you go to someone's house for dinner and they say, here, have some of this. And you say, ugh, 
You just can't say stuff like that out loud. You gotta have manners. And you gotta be polite and be gentlemen and ladies. And so when when they do that and you know you don't like it, you just say, no, thank you, please. So if anybody asks me even one more time if I want to buy tickets at a discount for Disney World, I'm going to say, no, thank you, please. And I'll just keep on walking. Thank you for listening. Your support of the podcast, the workbooks, and the community means so much to us as we try to create something together that's never been done before. Not like this. Connection brings healing. And you can join us on the community at www.systemspeakcommunity.com. We'll see you there.